Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode number 16, taped on December 3rd, 2018, from Citizen Square in downtown Fort Wayne. On today's program, it's a pleasure to welcome and talk with Purdue Fort Wayne Chancellor Ron Essenbomber. Chancellor, thank you for coming today. Absolutely, Mr. Mayor. Happy to be here. Ron, I've got uh, several questions uh, that I'd like to, to talk to you about uh, as far as your first year as chancellor uh, that, uh, that put us in a position to now have Purdue University here in Fort Wayne. I know it was very complicated, uh, but seemingly smooth realignment uh, during the year. Uh, but I do have a couple of questions. What was the most sure. satisfying aspect of the transition and the rebranding of uh well, what, uh, what was IPFW? Well, Mr. Mayor, thank you for that question. And yes, it uh, was a very satisfying year for me, a uh, very interesting transition coming here um, to Fort Wayne. But you're right, um, it was a complicated transition. You know, when I arrived, um, I was greeted with a very long list of action items that needed to be completed in order for this transition to occur by July 1st in 2018. But I have to tell you, um, what really impressed me was the response of our campus. And what, what I mean by that is, is that everyone really came to the table with a very can-do attitude. You know, I never heard once from anyone that, oh, we can't do that. This is impossible to accomplish. No, quite the opposite. Everyone, in my opinion, really put our students above all else. And they kept focus on what we needed to do as a campus to make this transition as seamless as possible for all of our students. Now, I recognize this clearly was not an easy task. And there were many unintended consequences that we uncovered that Quite honestly, we're still addressing. But those issues right now are more related to our teach-out students. You know, we have three years of teach-out for students that arrived um, uh, to IPFW before the transition occurred July 1st. So we're still working with them and making sure they can complete their programs of study. And we're still working on making sure that everyone on our campus, the Purdue Fort Wayne students as well as the IU Fort Wayne students, are engaged in our campus and engaged in, a, in all the activities that they want to be engaged in as a normal student would want to be engaged on a campus. And we want to make sure that they are, everyone is involved in every aspect of our campus life. So we're on our way. You know, I think uh, we did a, a very good job in that transition, but um, we still have just a little bit more to do. Well, Chancellor, it, it, uh, it did seem, as I said, uh, to be rather seamless, but I know that uh, it was, as you said, not easy. Uh, and I was involved in a little bit uh, uh, of, the, uh, of the transition discussion. Yes. Uh, and yes. there were some, some very... Uh, uh, anxious people in the community, not only on name change, but the fact IU was going to concentrate primarily in the in the medical arena, right. and a lot of the right. other uh, uh, 
liberal arts areas and so on. We're going to be going to Purdue. Uh, and you, you complimented uh, the staff and the students and the community on trying to stay positive. But I, I know that there was definitely some difficulty from time to time. What would you say was your biggest challenge? Yeah, you know, that's a very interesting question. You know, I think it's fair to say that when I arrived, it was pretty clear to me that the split of IPFW into separate and yet unequal numbers of IU and Purdue programs on our campus was uh, very emotional um, for a large number of people here in our community and on our campus. Quite honestly, you know, I knew that we had to respect those feelings, but yet we still had to push forward. We had to um, accomplish what we needed to accomplish in order to uh, affect this tra transition. And I know that that was a very, very delicate uh, balancing act. You know, I also recognized, um, and it became very clear to me right after I arrived in my, in my first month, that we needed to do a much better job at communicating what was actually happening on our campus during this transition. And quite honestly, I heard from our community some things that I felt were probably not accurate about the transition. There were some misconceptions, and uh, there was a lot of confusion about what was really going to happen and what was the institution going to look like after that transition. So I recognized that we needed to do a much better job of communicating where we were going and what was happening during this transition and what, was going, what our institution was going to look like um, in the future. So I think that was probably some of the most difficult tasks that we, that we faced right from the beginning, and we addressed those right er very early on. So the messaging was probably one of your biggest challenges. I think messaging was uh, a big challenge. And that was one of the reasons why in late December of last year, early January, I made the decision that we needed a chief information officer, if you will. Mm. And I elevated um, our position, our communications director position, actually to a vice chancellor's position oh. because I felt it was that important. And we uh, received permission from Purdue um, to be able to do that, the <coughs> system office, and we went out and hired the very best person that we could find for that, uh, someone I knew and worked with um, previously um, for many years, and um, I think it's turned out quite well. I think our messaging has been uh, very strong and very clear. Well, obviously it has been working because something that I think a lot of people were worried about uh, was the future enrollment of Purdue University. Yes. Uh, because there was some angst in the community as far as, as whether or not it was going to uh, transition successfully. Sure. But my understanding is uh, that there has been a significant increase in enrollment at Purdue University. So yes. do you attribute that solely to messaging or... Uh, what, what else has happened out at the university that uh, could affect such a positive change? Well, that's, that's a very interesting question as well. And, you know, the days in higher education when you can say, <laughs> let's build it and they'll come, <laughs> you know, those days are over uh, for us in higher education. And enrollments just don't come automatically. 
we all know in this country and especially in the Midwest that we have to work very, very hard at um, telling our story, um, but also uh, reaching further away from our campus to bring more and more students uh, to um, Fort Wayne. And so, you know, one of the things that we did was we were very deliberate in how we messaged um, about this transition, how we messaged the value proposition of our institution to not just prospective students, but also their families. Um, and I think, you know, they're a very important component. Their parents are a very important component of making decisions where their sons and daughters are gonna, going to attend school. And so we spent, um, and we were very deliberate about spending significant effort in reaching out to students and letting them know that this was a place where they could pursue their dreams and their aspirations and um, get the education uh, that, they, that they were you know, wanted to pursue. And so we, at our campus, we put together teams of people that we meet every Tuesday morning now and we talk about what are we doing um, to get our message out, what are we doing to reach to more students, how are we bringing students to our campus, and how are we engaging in families in understanding what we have to offer and what our value proposition is to prospective students. And I think we've done a pretty good job um, with that. We've had many uh, on-campus visit days and a Chancellor's Commitment Day, but constant messaging and constantly um, letting people know what it is that we provide on our campus and that we are um, an institution, or can be an institution of first choice for those in this region and beyond. Well, Chancellor, <clears throat> there's an old saying, be careful what you wish for. Yes. Uh, because uh, undoubtedly you have experienced an increase in enrollment. But with that brings uh, an additional challenge, and that is uh, housing. You know, Purdue University, Fort Wayne, is becoming less and less of a commuter uh, college and, and more and more of, of a university mm -hmm. that houses students. Uh, and I know that the, the housing part of the university has grown significantly over the years. Uh, but even with that, it seems like you're going to have an increasing challenge uh, in taking care of these new students that you've attracted. Uh, what are your plans for the future? I know that there's been some discussion about maybe looking at the Canterbury Green Apartments, and, and I know you have some additional empty acreage out there. Uh, and of course, there's uh, a room uh, across the street. Uh, I, uh, so I don't, you know, what do you, uh, what do you have in mind, or do you, do you have anything planned sure. yet? Well, we certainly do. And and you know, when I first came here, um, I knew that we needed to do a better job of recruiting. But that also meant that if we did do a better job in recruiting, that we probably were going to need more places for our students to be on <laughs> campus, especially if we were going to offer a more traditional campus experience. And you're right, um, when I came here, um, one of the first things I did learn was about all the unfilled jobs that we have here in Fort Wayne and Northeast Indiana. And without a doubt, it was clear to me that our institution, Purdue Fort Wayne, needed to be a catalyst to try to help solve that problem and provide more 
people um, for the workforce. And in order to do that, we obviously had to reach further and further away from our campus. And that was part of our recruiting strategy. <laughs> now, having said that, you're right. There are unintended consequences <laughs> when you do that, right? Okay. And, and um, I predicted back in, in December last year that we were probably going to need more housing on our campus eventually. Um, what I didn't know was that it was going to happen so quickly. <laughs> so, but that's a good problem to have, right? Um, and we are looking at this. I mean, when we started this fall semester 2018, we actually um, were 106% leased for our housing. Mm. And you may remember we had 33 to 35 students that we had to put up in the Holiday Inn. All right. And we just moved the last students out just before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Um, and found them uh, places on campus. But this brings up, you know, the issue that you just brought up, and that is um, that we need to address, and that is what are we going to do next fall? So um, we have already started talking about needing at least about 250 more beds on campus next year. And, of course, we can't construct those or you know, provide them immediately. That, we can't do it that quickly. So you're right. We are... We are in discussions with um, the private sector, um, especially those housing opportunities that are right around our campus. And we are trying to work out a variety of, um, if you will, deals um, to, to reserve um, beds for next fall. And we have already reserved quite a few. Um, we also have some options for providing a few more beds in, in our existing housing facilities. But we are continuing to look um, for more housing because this isn't going to be a problem just for 2019. We know that this will be a continuing problem for us as, we can, as our institution grows. Now, yes, at some point, we will probably have to build more housing on our campus, and that will probably occur through public-private partnerships <laughs> like what happened in the past, mm -hmm. and we are already in discussions um, with a variety of um, um, uh, agencies that, that do provide student housing on campuses around the country. So, Chancellor, you, you came into Fort Wayne and you positioned Purdue University to attract a lot of new students. And now you're positioning yourselves to provide them housing. But as you said, when you came here, there was a pretty robust economy already. Yes. And you have all of these students going through the university. And here I am and the administration trying to get them to stay here. Right. Now, we have uh, a number of different... Uh, clusters of businesses now in our community and we're trying to increase that cluster uh, what is Purdue University doing to make sure that the skill sets that our employers are going to be asking for are available through Purdue University because that obviously uh, is, is something that is uh, terribly important to us uh, and to the students themselves to make sure that there are jobs readily available for them in the areas that they've studied. And, and you, you, you are right on the mark here um, with respect to what a 
regional university, what, uh, a metropolitan university as we are designated, and what our responsibilities are under that umbrella. And those responsibilities are to be responsive to the community needs. And so, again, w one of my um, immediate areas of focus was beginning to get to know the business community, the civic community, and the region here in Fort Wayne and in Northeast Indiana. And I spent my first three months actually talking to the business community mm -hmm. and the civic community to really understand what those needs were and how were we plugged in or not plugged in as a university um, with understanding those needs and being a partner in helping to address them. And so, well, one of the very first things that, that we engaged in um, in the spring and early summer was essentially relooking at and reimagining our career services center directly to your point. Mm -hmm. And that is how are we as an institution working with, in partnership with our business community, mm -hmm. with our nonprofits um, here in, in Fort Wayne, and with the civic needs of our region as well. And how is our Career Services Center working with those entities to help our students understand what career opportunities there are? And once we understand what those career opportunities are, how are we preparing the educational programs that train them appropriately and provide them with the skill sets that they need to, to pursue meaningful careers? and to pursue their aspirations. So we spent that, um, the summer reimagining our and re-envisioning our Career Services Center, and we came up with a really good plan. We have engaged our business community, our HR pro, uh, departments from a variety of corporations around here to help us really structure something that will be meaningful both to our business community, but also for our students and their families. All right, Chancellor, I've got a 16-year-old granddaughter. She goes to high school here in Fort Wayne, and she's still in somewhat of the oh, embryonic stages of thinking as far as where she plans on going to, to college and what she's going to study and so on. Well, there's no question Purdue University has a, a wide range of opportunities as far as baccalaureate degrees. Uh, what would you say to her to have her stay here in Fort Wayne and go to Purdue University? Well, this is really part of a critical part of our messaging um, to our prospective students and our existing students mm -hmm. and to those individuals who are already working and want to come back mm -hmm. and get additional training as well. It's really about our institution being positioned appropriately so that we can address the needs of all learners in this region. Mm -hmm. And what I would say to anyone who is interested in potentially pursuing Purdue University Fort Wayne for their educational needs is that we indeed do have the educational programs that will more than likely satisfy their needs, but also will be aligned with helping them achieve their career aspirations. And so it's making that connection, as I just mentioned a few minutes ago, about connecting careers with the education and having our Career Services Center really engage and involve with students right when they first come 
to campus, not when they're seniors looking for a job, but rather when they first arrive mm -hmm. on campus, we provide the opportunities for them to really see and get acquainted with what opportunities, business, uh, you know, career opportunities, job opportunities there are in this region, and that they can have very successful lifelong careers right here in Fort Wayne. There's always two things that I promise our students, and I think this is important. And the first is, is that students that come to us, to our, our students that are here and students that come to us, we promise them that they will get the best education possible anywhere. And that's because of the world-class faculty that we have, mm -hmm. um, the facilities that we have on our campus are, are top-notch, um, the, the programs and the degree programs that we have, both at the undergraduate and at the graduate level, are relevant and they're becoming more and more relevant every year to uh, the needs of our region. And as I just mentioned, our Career Services Center, we have the opportunity to help them develop and uh, mature in ways that meet the needs of our employers in this region. So the educational experiences, both inside and outside the classroom, are, will, are unmatched with respect to any other institution. And we are uh, committed to making sure that, they, that we continue to expand the quality um, of our education. The second promise that we make to every student is that the value of their degree um, will consistently increase over time. And of course, that's important in today's environment because the days of individuals taking a job with one company and staying there for 40 years and then retiring with that company mm -hmm. are pretty much over. Mm -hmm. um, and as I've told my children and as we now tell um, all of our new students, it's highly likely that during their career that they will probably change jobs 10 times or more. Um, I think it's more now. <laughs> and, and what's important when you change jobs, of course, is, is that somebody's going to be reading your resume. And so what is at the top of that resume, that banner that says, I, I received my degree from Purdue University, Fort Wayne. That's really important to them. And as, it, that, as that continues to build in value over time, it continues to build in terms of their um, career advancement over time as well. So those are really the two things that, uh, that I would say um, to your granddaughter or anyone else that, you know, coming here has significant value to you. And that value persists with you throughout your entire lifetime. Ten times people are going to change... I, I think I'm. I, My I don't son, think, I think, I has think already I changed wanna, jobs already. I don't think I want to change times. jobs anymore. I, <laughs> I think this one's this one's just fine. Uh, there's no question, uh, Chancellor, that over the years Purdue University has really grown significantly. I remember when uh, I graduated from high school, uh, the university was relatively new, mm -hmm. and I think they only had two maybe three buildings out there and to take a that's look right. at that campus right. now and and see the growth has been has been unbelievable and there's no question uh me getting a chance to know you over this past year and and your response today to the questions that uh, i i had for you uh, i think purdue's in, in pretty good hands 
So well, thank you. Thank, thank you very much. And we're looking forward to the future. We think the future here is extremely bright. And we want to make sure that we're a part of that future, an important part of that future. Well, I could talk to you all all morning about uh, about what you have to offer out there, because again, as I get a chance to talk to you further and take a look at the campus, uh, it just uh, it it really is unbelievable the growth and maturation that's taken place mm -hmm. uh, out, out at the campus. But unfortunately, uh, that's all the time uh, we have for today. And I certainly want to thank you. And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in as well. And this is Mayor Tom Henry. Take care, everyone.